When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yes, time to talk Premier League, as we always do at this time on the Global Game. Spencer Pryor is with us from New Zealand. Um, Spencer, only one place we can start, really, uh, and that is the off-field action, the big breaking news overnight. Manchester City charged with over 100 breaches of financial regulations from 2009 to 2018. Uh, if found guilty, there's a range of punishments that could come into effect, transfer bans, points, deductions, even expulsion from the Premier League. It'll be heard by an independent commission, uh, the chairman of which <laughs> I learned today is an Arsenal fan. Uh, the clubs say they welcome the chance to have this full hearing and they deny any wrongdoing. What, what's your take on all of this? Well, if you throw enough poo at a wall, you hope a bit of it sticks. But the reality is, they've um, look. It, it's it's bad for for the game in general, and it's terrible for Man City. And of course, they are innocent until proven guilty, and we have to remember that, right? So, you know, UEFA went after them before. There was nothing that came back on that, and we'll just have to wait and see what the Premier League do now and what they come back with. Is there anything the new in this, though, oral. Spencer, from, from the Premier League's point of view? I don't think there is, to be honest, Simon. But the re, but the thing is, if you know what, if if they if Man City come out of this with no uh, and and they don't get done for any of it, then I'm wondering if there's potential that they might even count the sue for you know mm. disparaging the club and dragging the club down. On the flip side, if I took my Man City hat off, if they're found guilty, then the, then the punishment's got to fit fit the crime, really. And what and, should and, be and, the punishment be? Well, they'll lose the trophies. Hmm. I think that I think that that's pretty much a guarantee that they'll lose the trophies. And if I'm a neutral, man, there's no point. There's no point just fining them because they'll just have to go in their glove compartment try and pull out another few million you know it's they've got the money sitting around so it's not a financial fine Mm. but but that's pure speculation on the assumption that they will get found guilty but they they haven't yet so you know just right we're gonna have to ride it out and you know what if if they're going to investigate this let's think about clubs like chelsea that have just spent 300 million pound in a month and see what if, if if other clubs get investigated, you know. Well, two, um, two wrongs don't make a right, do they, Spenner? And I, I no, guess they the, really don't. The water but battery let's, doesn't let's help, it does up. it? Yeah, but it, but it needs to be really opened up. And if you know, there, there seems to be a big a big thing where they're going after Man City, and I'm not sure if it's just tall poppy syndrome. And like you said, the chair's going to be uh, is a national supporter. 
mate, we we know what it's like over there, Simon. Everybody actually supports a football club. It's really different to here, right? Yeah. So everyone has a club. And the, you, you're not going to find an impartial person that doesn't have an affiliation to a club at some point. Um, so we just hope that it's... Um, it's a fair process, and I'm sure Man City will lawyer himself up to the eyeballs and see what they can. You know, they 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 came out with a statement and said they were really surprised by the by the accusations. So, and they will defend themselves to the hilt and prove themselves innocent. The 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 damaging thing is, like we've just said, everybody assumes they're guilty because it's Man City, right? So. Let let them let them get on with it, and, and hopefully it doesn't dip too much into the football form. Speaking of the football, uh, Man City weren't able mm. to take advantage of um, of Arsenal's slip up away to Everton. Um, the Spurs have become a bit of a bogey side for for Man City under Guardiola. He hasn't yeah. won away at Tottenham Stadium in five attempts. Yeah. What went wrong uh, in that one for you? I, I, it was such a lacklustre performance. I'm really surprised um, Phil Foden. I mean, I think Phil Foden's got a bit of a niggle, so they didn't play him. Jack Grealish was outstanding, but he was probably the only one that had a decent performance, to be honest with you. Um, they struggled to... They struggled... The, the, the goal that they conceded was a soft goal, and, you know, a really soft goal. And we, we love the way that they play. But that was a classic case of overplaying. Mm. Um, two centre-backs got stretched, trying to play in through a deep line midfielder who's got somebody right up his back. They nick it and he slides Harry Kane in and, and Harry Kane, all credit to him, goes and breaks Jimmy Greaves' record. And from that point on, when, when Tottenham are playing the back three, they dropped their wing-backs deeper. They, they had like a box four midfield, killed it, killed any space in the middle. They they could afford to give Man City space, and you know, we I think it's been well documented. Erland Haaland didn't have a, he didn't have a touch in Tottenham's box for ninety minutes. That's credit to Tottenham's um, application from the start to go and press high. Um, but I, you know, Pep's come out and said that you know they don't need to reinvent and change what they're doing. I think they've just got to do it better, Broski. I think there's been real inconsistency this year and we haven't seen them put back-to-back super solid results for for quite a while. So that's what, you know, it's still a long way to go in the tournament, in, in, the, in the Premier League. And, you know, it's going to take a monumental effort for them to catch Arsenal. Um, probably needs a perfect running, to be honest. Well, talking of Arsenal, of course, uh, City missed the chance to close the gap because Arsenal... Uh, lost as well, uh, only for the second time this season, beaten by Everton. James Tarkovsky uh, with the only goal with half an hour to go. This was uh, a real Sean Dyche clinic, wasn't it? His first game as, as Everton boss. It was brilliant, wasn't it? It was in your face, hard work, um, dominant in both penalty boxes, particularly in their own, defended with their lives. Um, it, as we said last week, it, that is a really, really tough place to go and play. And he, he is the perfect appointment to try and get them out of, out of the situation they find themselves in. Mm. Um, grinded them down, didn't didn't give Arsenal hardly any chances. It was really, really resilient. And 
great performance, character building. Um, I think it might have eased the pressure on the board, the fact that they've got him in there, because if they're going to be picking up results, then suddenly the, 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 the supporters might get off the boards back. That's all they want, right? They just want to go there, see their team winning. They like playing a certain way of football, but they most importantly, I think they like to see their team win. What yeah. it has done, what it's done, is it's now made all those other teams that have been thinking about punting their manager go, oh, hang on a minute. You know, if if that's the catalyst that's going to... Because Everton have been really struggling. So with them now looking like they might get out of it, all the other teams around are now looking going, oh, geez, Everton, they look like they might get out. So how are we going to react? Um, all of that uh, gives Manchester mm. United maybe a, a faint sniff in the title race. Uh, they survived a red card to Casemiro to uh, defeat Crystal Palace by two goals to one. Um, I also wanted to ask you about what is happening at Leeds because yeah. they lost to Nottingham Forest and Jesse Marsh has been punted. And, well, it appears the hot favourite is a certain Ange Postacoglu, although whether he'll be able to bring Harry Kuehl back with him, I don't know, because he's, I think he's persona non grata still well, at Leeds, isn't he? It goes on, yeah, it does follow on from what we're talking about with Everton, where they brought Sean Dyche in, right? And they pick up results, and Leeds knew they've had to do something and react. They did in the week and bought four new staff members in, and they've stayed on. So how much Jesse, how much he had involvement in that, in terms of getting those staff in? Were they lined up? Are they... Are they, is is one of them eventually going to step up or would they bring someone else in? Who knows? But it, the writing was on the wall when they bought four new staff members in and they've kept them on. Um, the challenge for Leeds will be that the squad is now aligned to him. And you know what? If Ange went in, I, I, I don't think Ange will go in. I really don't. I think it would be a perfect move for him if he got a, a, a pre-season to implement what he wants to do and the way he wants the team to play. But they've changed their style so much over the course of the last two years under Bielsa, mm. now under Jesse Marsh. I, I, I think Ange would probably not take it and because I, I think he'd want that pre-season to really cement in how he wants them to play and get some signings in. OK, elsewhere in the Premier League, Harry Sutar making his debut for Leicester against Aston Villa. A 4-2 win. Uh, unfortunately, managed to put one in the back of his own net as well. But good to see him in the top flight. Uh, and the final question, uh, so we seem to ask you the same question every week, Spanner. Yeah. Wolves 3, Liverpool 0. Um, we, we seem to try and dissect Liverpool every week. Is there anything new to be said about them after this loss? Really isn't, is there? It's so awful. I mean, look, they are... They're really, they're, they're a mid-table side. And, and that's that, that genuinely is what they look like and, and how they're playing. So, you know, you we saw Jurgen Klopp sitting and look completely disgruntled going into halftime. His press conference after the game wasn't too uh, too good towards one of the journalists. And mm. they're there to James ask the tough questions. Yeah. Man, Simon, they're there to ask tough questions. You guys meant to ask tough questions. And, Write tough articles. And you know what? If if you don't like it as a manager, there's a way to conduct yourself, but don't single him out in a press conference. And it looks yeah. like the little niggly bits are getting to him now. Not always easy to write those tough articles, let me tell you. They need the to be written, Simon. I totally agree. Totally agree. Uh, thanks, Spenner. 
Good on you. Thanks, we'll speak mate. to you next Lovely. week. Take care, boys. Uh, cheers. That's Spencer Pryor. Uh, this weekend, Thursday morning, Man United leads at 7 a.m. Australian time. Saturday night, Sunday morning, West Ham, Chelsea, Arsenal, Brentford, Bournemouth, Newcastle. And then Monday morning, Manchester City against Aston Villa. Won't that be interesting? And Liverpool against Everton.